Welcome to You Heard It Queer First. My name's Emma. Are we recording? Yeah. Noah, that's just how Emma talks to people. <laughs> I'm Becca. I'm Sid. And we, we are queer. queer. Okay. <laughs> we did queer. not plan that. We're queer. And we but- watched, but I'm a cheerleader. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was good. Yeah. Unplanned. Oh, yeah. Cool. All right. Stand up yeah. comedy. We do our, our intros. Yeah, our, actual, our real intros. Our real intros. More the deep down dirty. Um, yeah, I'm Sid. Pronouns are they, them. I had a mental breakdown. I think it was just yesterday about. Okay. I had to fill it out was. a survey. Um, it was two days ago. It was two days. Yeah, it was Wednesday. I had to fill out a survey and say like what my gender and sexuality were. And I just like stared at the blank spaces. Um, but I think I figured it out. I think I'm, I think I'm, uh, I'm transgender. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah. Which trans, the world may never know. Um, And recently, as far as, like, media, I've been, I finished up Red Dead Redemption 2, and now I'm playing it again because... No. No. (laughs) Because I I miss him. The main character. I just... Okay. I want to go back to simpler times. Okay. Um, And then I'm also reading Plain Bad Heroines by Emily Danforth, which Emma really likes. Um, Are you reading, like, a physical copy? Um, I'm reading it on my iPad. What, you want a copy? I was going to ask if I could borrow it, but Um, that's whatever. You read it on your iPad. I'm not going to pay for it. It's on the library. There's a library app. Like the our campus library? You use Libby? Libby. Libby. Libby and Hoopla. Yeah. We'll talk about that later. We'll get get you on the good word of Libby. Because we do need to do like a gay book episode. I know. We do. And this is going to be You guys are going to read books before I graduate? I could read a book. We are going to be doing a... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Me and Becca will be doing a gay books episode. I can read seven to eight books in 24 hours if that I ignore my school response. true. It actually is. I've done it three times. Why? Um, to challenge myself. What the fuck? Like, <laughs> you're a freak. You're yeah, a freak. no, yeah. My mom, uh, my mom likes Barnes and Nobles. Like, she likes spending money on me if it's something she approves of. So if it's like books, you know, she's a librarian. Mm. So we'll go to Barnes and Nobles. I'll pick up a stack of seven, eight books. And I'm like, okay, if I can't read these in 24 hours, I will end my life because I'm a failure. And then I won't like breathe, eat, or sleep. And I'll just read them all. Anyway, I'm also watching Death Note. <laughs> but like the English dub because it's funnier. Um, and I can't take the show seriously. Um, I actually like the show, so I'm not going to comment. But you whatever. actually like the show? Yeah. You but go off. Nerds. Dude, he doesn't have shoes. He's so hot. L? Yes. Okay. Okay. We, That's we... a different podcast. <sighs> okay, Emma. I have yeah, a poster in front of my room. I'm Emma. Uh, she, her. Um, I also filled out that same survey that Sid did, and I changed my, my shit up. Um, I now only identify as a homosexual and nothing else because I hate the word lesbian and I don't think that I'm allowed to use gay. Oh my god, you're just like the people in the movie. You admitted you're a homosexual. I admitted that I'm a homosexual. I have all the steps written down. Okay. That's great because I was thinking about that and I was like, damn, should have. Um, what else is it? Uh, I'm, I'm reading. I, um, I just finished. Gideon and Harrow the Ninth. Those are two books. Gideon the Ninth and Harrow the Ninth. And I loved them and I can't stop thinking about them. Mm. And the the all the, the the emo the little emo the lesbians with their little skull faces and their necromancy is yeah. good book. They're they're good books. Okay. Um <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I was Googling the like summary for but I'm a cheerleader so I can read it for the You just the watched it. Well yeah, but like a you summary finished like, an eloquent, it like ten minutes ago. Yeah, but like an eloquent I could give an eloquent summary. See, this is why I Googled Boobs. it. <laughs> Natasha Leon Titties. Boobs. Titties. Okay, um, what's up, Becca? I'm Becca. Um yeah, that's so true. Thanks for <laughs> thanks for agreeing. Um my pronouns are she her, although I'm having a bit of an identity crisis. So nice. Yeah, I, but I, whatever. Love to see it. Yeah. And I'm queer. Um, and I've been fixating on. Well, I am still playing Genshin Impact as I have been for the last 70 years. And that's all I really have time for. Um, but I've also been playing Fallout 3, which is fun. I wouldn't call it a fixation. And then um, 
Oh, I recently watched um, Sabikui Bisco, which is a gay anime that absolutely tore my heart out, heart out and I might be getting queer baited, um, but maybe not either. So that was kind of my fixation for the one night it took me to watch it and then the night that I collapsed on my fork crying. Um, and for that one, head to episode eight <laughs> yes we will do the gay anime episode next yeah that's yeah. gonna be sid's last one before the graduate. <gasps> Stop. r.i.p Are, can't we just feature them like can we ask dave like if we can call them in who's dave, dave can we ask year? can we, we ask, ask Zeke? Zeke? ezekiel if we can just call sid in as like a guest host like just do it we, we won't find, pay you just but like do it and don't tell anyone like who's gonna know are we gonna ezekiel doesn't listen to these <laughs> <laughs> are we gonna find a third queer when Sid's gone, are we gonna keep the Stop. show rolling? We gotta keep Stop. the show rolling. Sid doesn't want to hear. Doesn't want to hear about. I just, just want to talk about, but I'm a cheerleader. Okay, yeah, that's fair. We watched, but I'm a cheerleader. We all watched, but I'm a cheerleader. I, what? You watched it last night, and then Emma. Well, I've seen it before. Yeah, but Emma, but when was the last time you reached watched the it? The last time I watched it was probably a few months ago. Okay. I want to say like January, February. Okay, I just watched it um, about forty minutes ago. Was when I finished it. Um, <laughs> I'll say my thoughts on it, but I'll just give like the the Wikipedia rundown of it. Yeah. Synopsis. But I'm a Cheerleader is a 1999 American satirical romantic teen comedy film directed by Jamie Babbitt and written by Brian Wayne Peterson. Natasha Leone stars as Megan Bloomfield, a high school cheerleader whose parents sent her to a residential inpatient conversion therapy camp to cure her lesbianism. You called it st- straight boot camp. You called it straight boot it camp is a straight in the Discord camp. earlier. The film has garnered a cult following. Indeed. Rating R? What? Yeah, Why? that, that should be PG thirteen. Girl, said, no, 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 no. That should be PG thirteen. No, no, it is the year nineteen ninety nine. There are gay people. Also, there's a girl who shocks herself to get off to the thought of the other person. Okay, but is this any? I I was gonna bring this up later, but this isn't really any let's different bring, than stuff like Clueless or all those other cult. No, films. you're right. You're are those PG thirteen? Right. Yes. yes. There's no oh, way damn. Clueless is okay. on. You're a virgin who can't drive, and you're PG thirteen. I don't know. Clueless reference. Oh, I okay. Was like, yeah, I haven't I seen it in a while, so that went over drive. my head. I can drive. <laughs> Fist bump. <laughs> anyway, the end of the, the synopsis. Yeah, sorry, that was it. <laughs> so Megan goes to conversion therapy where she meets some other homosexuals and some very not into the homosexuals. Yeah, um, it was really interesting, like the start out to the movie because, well, um, Megan's a cheerleader. Um, if you can't tell by the title the like first five minutes yeah are incredible the first five minutes are incredible, are incredible. they're just homoerotic cheerleading slow-mo cheerleading and skirts up yeah. bouncing chest yeah the titties are jiggling the titties it is incredible their costumes or their outfits whatever their uniforms yes are just a sports bra with no padding yeah i mean that is pretty accurate i do i okay. i get the feeling that that's like their their practice uniforms um, we never actually see her perform at like a football game that's true because she gets sent to conversion therapy right yeah perform. right before yes. the big game i couldn't stop thinking about that because i did cheer in high school <laughs> and all i could think about is like if one person just suddenly got taken away the entire routine is like effed up like yeah you can't like <laughs> a lot a of stuff there's a lot of moving parts and they kind of depend yeah. on the people so i thought that was strange i was like y'all couldn't wait till after the game like so she gets taken away her her boy she has a boyfriend brad Brad. Yeah, let's, oh my God, Brad! Just like um, wasn't that the name Rocky of Rocky Horror? Ne- no, Needy. What? Needy, oh, Needy's boyfriend. No, nope, that was body? like Puck or something. Oh, Chuck. what? Chip. 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 Yeah. Okay, never Chip. mind. Brad, Episode yeah, two. Brad. Brad is in Rocky Horror Picture Show. But yeah, Brad. I um, there was a lot of very over exaggerated combat stuff going on in oh, there. Oh yeah, that was incredible. They they like make out in his car, and the whole time like. Her tongue is in his mouth, but she's, like, staring off into space thinking about her, like, cheerleading I thought she could kind of see them still. I thought she could kind of see her friends nah, still. No, practice is over. She can see oh. them in her mind. In oh, okay, her mind, okay. She's, like, like, tongue in her boyfriend's mouth, like, all of her. It was more like his tongue girl. in her mouth. She yeah, doesn't do much. Yeah. She's an awful kisser, yeah, I can yeah, attest. Yeah. And there's no way you could watch that scene and, like, think that she was enjoying it at all. Yeah. It was very Whether or not from the start. Mm-hmm. Whether or not she has any attraction to men, you can tell she has no attraction to that man in particular yeah. but at so least. he drives her home where her parents have collected all of her friends and fake ass friends and yeah. rupaul rupaul <laughs> who is mike? the mike the like the male 
leader of this this conversion therapy. It's called therapy. the True Directions. True yeah, directions. True Directions camp, and there's um, a woman like leader Mary, and she's like the main leader, and then Mike is kind of in charge of the guys section, mm-hmm. you know, to man them up, and he's yeah, a, Ruth he's Paul an Paul mans them up. He's an ex-gay himself, so if you couldn't has, tell, he has some experience. Yeah. Um, what do you guys think of the intervention scene? I really liked it. Um, they bring they bring a couple things as evidence of, of that was so funny. They put it in plastic bags like this yeah. is a crime scene. No, they brought, they brought it's like criminal minds of but your her mind homosexuality. Is gay. And evidence of her homosexuality included a a picture of a girl that she kept in her locker. That was just, tofu that she was trying to make stop. her family eat. So that was the first thing. The first thing yeah. because she was like. But I'm not gay because she didn't know she was gay. She no. thought everyone had those thoughts about yeah, women. And they I, do. Everyone does have those thoughts about women. That's and if just, you don't, you're a liar. Yeah, that's just true. <laughs> like, you see some bouncing titties and you're just like... And you're like, awooga. Yeah. yeah. Oh, awooga. <laughs> and then you're like, park, park, park. But um, <laughs> it was incredible because she was like, I'm not gay. Like, I'm not, a, I'm not a homosexual. And then her mom's like, you tried to make us eat tofu and i just like i screamed a little i was like oh this movie's gonna be no, it was good so funny then they pulled out a melissa etheridge poster mm-hmm. um and that just reminded me of my childhood and my cheryl crow poster <laughs> the signs yeah and then god there's something else isn't there something else well her friend like her, one of her best friends was the person who like took the one of her, picture like, of a woman best, from like, inside the locker yeah yeah, yeah she's like, the from one the cheerleading squad yeah she like took the picture of a woman from inside her locker and used it as evidence of her being a homo quote so like i thought that was pretty effed up pretty effed up yeah but i also thought like i don't know there were they did bring in like some quote-unquote stereotypes like the tofu and like the that was so funny yeah. but it worked for me like we know in the Q Force episode, we we're talking about how the lesbian stereotype episode with mm-hmm. the barbecue that did not hit for yeah. us. But also, the like, like all of the characters in this movie were stereotypes, but that also defied stereotypes yes, a yes, lot exactly. because they were all well-rounded individuals, mm-hmm. even for people who had like super little screen time. Throughout yes. the movie, these characters are stereotyped, but it's very important that this is satire. Yes. This is satire against conversion therapy. Obviously, RuPaul's in it. And I think it's a good, and it's a good satire. It's a very good satire. Because, you know, she's she's kind of ditzy. She's a blonde. She's a cheerleader. She's pretty. And she's she's Christian. She and at no point does she like, straight. And at no point does she ever give up her faith, no. ever. She's she like, should be straight. But she just isn't. And that's what I really liked about it. And what mm-hmm. I liked about her character is because that wasn't like, I don't know. And, like, even your characters who were like, oh, like, that's a butch lesbian. Like, that's that's not all there is to their characters. The one, so Jan, the one that was, like, there was yeah, a, there's yeah, a yeah, butch yeah. lesbian who, like, has a little mohawk thing going on. And mm-hmm. then at one point during the camp, she just is like, I'm not gay. I just yeah. look like this, but I love men. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, I just want a big, a big wiener up my... Yeah, and then the gay guy goes, "Amen, sister." Yeah, yeah, it was it was so true. And when we when we get to the conversion camp, we get a little intro to a little a little um, AA. My yeah. name is this, and I'm a homosexual. Um, kind of what we do when we introduce ourselves on this podcast. Exactly. Yes, um, we emulate. But in, in that, we we meet all of the characters. We meet, um, and they all they all give one sentence tidbits about themselves. And I think it was so funny. Like what they chose is the yes. most important thing about themselves because they're like, "Hi, my name's Jan. I play softball, and I'm a homosexual." Like that my was name, the tidbit that my Jan chose. Shanid, I like pain. I'm a homosexual. My favorite was um whatever that guy's name is. Where he's Dante like, Bosco. No. No. Wait, is it Dante? The guy who voices Zuko. The the, the wrestler, varsity wrestler. Homosexual no. varsity wrestler. No. Well, you should like him because he the, voices. No, twink. I do like him. Okay, the twink good. one. No, they're no, no, no. There's they're all twinks. They're all twinks. Okay, but you know which one, Andre? No, he's not the one I'm talking about. No, I'm talking about the Jew. Oh, I'm Jew. I'm a Jew. No, no, <laughs> I don't. I don't mean that offensively. I mean that in the way that he was like, "Hi, my name is blank." I'm a Jew and I'm a homosexual. Like, I yes. thought it was so funny, the it little things funny. that yes. they picked out about themselves. It was very funny. It was like a stereotype, but also just like, it, it, it worked because it wasn't a stereotype. It was like making fun of the fact that you would reduce people to these identities. Exactly. Um, and also Graham, who becomes... Yeah, so in, in this scene, we meet Graham. Yeah, we meet Graham. Um, and Graham's introduction is, I'm Graham. I like girls a, a lot. lot. And I'm a homosexual. And then she's like... And she, she's like, I like girls a lot. Winks at Megan. And then Mary is like, Graham. And she's like, oh, and, and I'm a homosexual. Like, really, Graham this whole time really plays up that she doesn't care that she's gay. 
She's very into the fact that she's gay. She is mm-hmm. into the fact that she's gay, but she also, like, her fa- So everyone's family has sent them there. Like, no one is there yes. on their own, it seems like. It seems like yeah. a few yeah. of them... Maybe. Maybe. Like, Hillary, maybe. Hillary, maybe, but most of them, their family has, I'm assuming, done this intervention thing and sent them there because they were either caught mm-hmm. or there were just enough signs, like, I with guess. Megan. Like, the tofu. Yeah. The tofu. Like, the tofu. R- does you in. Um, so then they go through, it's a five-step program. And it's, like, five months, I think. Yes. Yeah. They're which there for is, a while. Yeah. It, which is, like, she was in school. She was in school, not. and it was football season. It was fall. Yeah. Like, why couldn't she go to summer conversion there? Literally. <laughs> but, because yeah. then they would have lost her to college, and it's too late oh, after all the shit. liberal You're arts right. brainwashing. <laughs> that was good. It's too late. And now look at us. So true. A queer, a homosexual, a transgender. <laughs> We're all just degenerate i'm so sorry parents this is what liberal arts did to me yeah this is not a liberal arts this is the university of nebraska we're not a liberal arts college no ma'am oh what do you think a liberal arts college what's your major communication studies maybe you're in a liberal arts college you're you're an english major what are you talking about that's the most liberal arts yeah that is the liberalist of the arts except for maybe like french (laughs) <laughs> that was the other thing when they were <laughs> oh, bring it up yeah. later. <laughs> there's there's roots there's yeah. a scene where they all have to talk about their roots or the thing that made them the thing that homosexual made them the thing that made you a homo yeah, and which Megan, is like not a thing things don't make you gay right. Megan is like, and Megan is like confused about this she's like I just don't understand like I like there's nothing that like made me like this a lot uh, Megan and Andre can't really pinpoint Andre's like a, a when you think of like a gay man like a flaming gay man that's Andre mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they can't really pinpoint what it is. So Andre says, like, oh, well, when I went to swimming lessons, we would all change in the same room. <laughs> and, and, and Mary's like, Andre, everyone changes in the same room at swimming lessons when they're a kid. That's not why you're gay. Mm-hmm. But they still need to find out. They why. wanted to find some, like, trauma to blame yes. the gayness on. Mm-hmm. Because to them, you know, it's a mental illness. And to them, that stems from trauma. So it's not like a... Um, like a natural thing yeah. to them. So That's the whole point. Them, well, really- one of them. Was it Sinead? I think yeah, it, was it was Sinead. And yeah. she was like, I was born in France. And that was good enough. <laughs> it was good enough. And, and I thought they that were was. like, all right, next. Yeah. Sinead is very. I, I hated and loved Sinead. She was I very. mostly hated. Very gothy, very moody. Problem was, she had a big crush on Graham. Mm-hmm. And as we all know, Graham is Megan's soulmate. Yes, Graham is the main, the main love interest for Megan through the whole thing. Graham is played by Clea Duval. Mm. Um, who is a homosexual, um, directed The Happiest Season, that Kristen Stewart, Aubrey Plaza Christmas movie that everyone loved. Oh, that's Um, interesting. And I read that she did not know she was gay at the time of filming But I'm a Cheerleader. Did she know after? (laughs) She pretty gay. Because she's very, she's very like, (laughs) she's very confident, like Graham is very confident in her sexuality. She's very like butch. They end up going to a club. They end up speaking out and going to a club. And she's very like flirty and like, I I love Graham so much. Yeah, you're missing the part where the club is called the cocksucker. That's the best part. The cocksucker. And then, then, yeah. So, okay. So the steps of the program. So the first step, step one is admitting that you're a homosexual. Mm -hmm. Um, That's like that first sit down scene that they have. And Megan has a lot of trouble with this because she's like, I just thought everybody had those mm-hmm. thoughts. Again, they do. Again. I'd like to say she's not allowed to put on real clothes until <laughs> she admits she is a homosexual. Well, they definitely treat this as like a military boot camp. Yeah. They're in fatigue some of the time. They, like. they get they they're assigned. This is not just a uh, sexuality conversion camp. This is very much a get into your gender roles. Yes, camp. yeah. Yes. They also because so, yeah, that's a whole step, isn't yeah, it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. This, yeah, the second step is rediscovering your gender identity. Which like, just means, like, reaffirming your hegemonic gender roles. Yes, yes. but it is funny because mm-hmm. it, for the men, we have RuPaul and Mary's son. <laughs> who's, who's flaming gay. He, I have no clue. He could be anything. All we know is that he is a man. He is sexy. He wears his Tims, his booty shorts, and his mesh tank top. And he makes a lot of sexual eye contact with RuPaul. Yes, yeah. and, and all all the guys are like very into him, and mm-hmm. so then they yeah they have to do all this. They have to chop lumber. They have to footballs. pretend. Yeah, they have to pretend with their little they're guns. They're fixing and a car, and they're like, you put it in and out and in yeah, and out. Yeah, yeah. 
and they're and then they're doing the vacuuming with the girls. Oh yeah, they yeah, did a lot the of home keeping. How to home keep? Yeah, yeah, it was they, incredible. They clean bathroom floors with toothbrushes. The oh, worst way I to clean a part. bathroom floor. Yeah, and they like learn how to like change like diapers like with baby yeah, dolls. Yeah, and they put like weird ink in they the put, baby. Like, <laughs> blue ink in the baby. So it was actually where they're like food dye. Where they're like fighting over the baby doll and just blue ink gets spilled everywhere. Yeah, that was very comedic. I liked that whole montage. That was a good a good little quippy montage to show just how ridiculous gender because becca you said you were like this seems like the 60s mm-hmm. it was definitely it did feel like it was based in very like 60s gender roles and like mm-hmm. like the way they do their ha- make them do their hair mm-hmm. the clothes they made them wear also the entire house every room was color coordinated to be <laughs> one color which was kind of incredible the but it was cinemat- also very the cinematography it was beautiful of this movie yeah but it was also very like 50s 60s that idea of like that plastic that homekeeping mm-hmm. like it, it the vibes yeah, were pretty yes, intense yeah. no when they, they go into the room and they're like this is where we sleep and it's just like pink Carpet, pink, pink wall, pink beds. beds, beds, pink pillows, even yeah, mm-hmm. pink everything. It was and then like velvet, and it was like little princess beds. I was like, yes. okay, yeah, mm-hmm, our little princesses. You know how women sleep. You know how yeah. women sleep. <laughs> women be sleeping beds. for real. The the next step was family therapy. Um, yeah, they have all their parents come in. The that's when they that talk sent about them to conversion. Yes, and that's therapy. where they talk about their root. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we get to meet Graham's parents, who it's her dad and her stepmom. Mm-hmm. And her stepmom walked in on her and another girl um, and, and sent her there. Mm-hmm. And you get the vibe. So Graham says that her root is that her mom, her birth mom, got married in pants. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's so true. Did you guys get the vibe that Graham's birth mom was a lesbian? From the one sentence we had about her, we had she a got little married more. in pants. We had, uh, yeah, yes. well, don't you think that's what little... straight woman gets married in pants? I don't know but... exactly. A liberated woman, yeah, no. for real. I don't know. I I wouldn't say that makes her gay. I I didn't think of that, but like maybe um, I wouldn't rule it out. That's true. Yeah, but but it, uh, it definitely defies gender standards. But that yeah. also doesn't mean she's gay. According yeah. to the true directions. Of the okay, yeah. According to the true directions, I would make her a lesbian. Um, Graham also, when talking to her dad, he has a line that's like, until you get this whole thing figured out, no college, no car, no trust fund. Oh, so yeah. So Graham is is really, it's, it, it's, it's be herself and be straight up on the streets nothing and have her whole life uprooted, which mm-hmm. is kind of where all of these kids are. Yep. Yeah. Um, or, or be not herself and get the perfect life that she should want yeah so Mm -hmm. you see that tension with like they they she she wants to be herself and she wants she's very open about loving women but she also plays along with the sort of um the the, system or the the system like mm -hmm. we when they go there's one point where there are these two xx gays um, they're the yes. two older men. They're the ones who take them to the cocksucker, the club. They're they're trying to like liberate them from the from the conversion yeah. camp. Yeah, and so then they go. Um, the True Directions has a protest in front of their house, and and uh, Graham like throws a rock at their house. Mm-hmm. That was funny. Like, yeah, really, is... really playing into the like. I'm, I'm not like you. I don't like gay people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we all saw you outside the cocksucker. We all saw you kissing sucking. outside the cocksucker. Yeah, they did. Ha- they did. Um, Megan and Graham did have their first kiss outside the cocksucker. In like the it was romantic. The oh right, it was romantic if you ignore all that. <laughs> ignore the surroundings. Yeah. Yeah. So they're they're kind of getting into it, and then we see a little more montage of them, mm-hmm. and they're like when they're cleaning the the floor with the toothbrushes, they're like leaning. They're in like and giggling. They're, yeah, yeah, they're becoming friends and Gal shit. Pals, if yeah, you will. yeah, like just besties, mm-hmm. bestie vibes only. Only. There's no no romance here. It's all hetero, um, all super hetero. Oh, that makes sense because the rooms were even heterochromatic. Yo. Oh, guys, I I've cracked the code. Anyway, Dang. but they were also that means that each room, if you put them all together, it makes a rainbow, which is pretty fucking gay. So, <laughs> but they're, but they're separated. Yeah, that's the thing. The colors of the rainbow are fine if they're separated. <laughs> yeah, and then sometime. I forget. Does I forget if it's before or after they go to the club? But sometime because well, um, they don't go to the club until they're in step four, do they? Oh, I guess because it's after family conversion. It's after family therapy, right? It could be in between step three and four. I don't know. But there is there is a point where we also see Megan. Um, she kind of at first she really wants to like go through with this because she just doesn't really understand what's wrong with her and she just wants to like get back to quote unquote normal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So 
I think it is after the cocks. I can't remember now. But she goes out and she's just trying to masturbate away and like do this. Oh, because she was, she was having thoughts yes. of Graham. She was having yes. thoughts of Graham. That was and in, she was like, no, no. That was, I think that was before. That was step two or something. Yeah. Um, because it was before, um, because uh, the the people she finds, one yes, of them was yeah. kicked out before the family mm-hmm. therapy. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah Dante. Mm-hmm. So they, they, oh, Dante. Zuko, she goes, she goes to Mary's office to masturbate with, which the other girl is masturbating 24 seven in the bed with all those people there, in which their, I would die. In their communal bedroom thinking about Graham, they're given, each of their beds comes with a, a little shocker, a little shocker, a little mini taser. And they're encouraged to shock themselves when they have like a homosexual thought. And, oh yeah, does Sinead shock herself? And Sinead shocks herself a lot. Remember, she likes pain. But it's and she's like a homosexual. Like, and she's a homosexual. Yeah. And, like, what is she like? So you just like you see like the bed sheets like tented like completely Ooh. over her body. Everyone else is like asleep, and then or it's maybe just, like, trying to sleep. Because damn, how do you yeah, sleep maybe with that? Pretending to literally. Sleep. Yeah. <laughs> so so Megan doesn't want to masturbate in the same room that she's masturbating. So she in. goes to her. So she goes the, to the, the girl's office, the like main Mary's office. She's standing up, she, masturbating. Yeah, she's standing up and she's against like chanting. The wall. She's like, I will resist these urges. Yeah, she's, resist yeah. these urges. <laughs> and she looks down, and under Mary's desk are two guys. Are two, are two guys who are supposed to be getting converted. But they are not converting. converting. They're converting their sexual tension into the se- sexualness. Sex. Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. it's, it's Prince Zuko and the other guy. Yeah, if the, we didn't the, the blonde clear, twink Prince Zuko mm-hmm. is is in this. I, I knew I liked him for a reason. Yeah, like that's Prince Zuko. I love his stupid little boy. Well, and then she catches them right, and Megan, mm-hmm. and she starts screaming. Yeah, she starts. She's she goes, Ew! bitch Ew! about it. Yeah, and then and then the guy who Dante Basco, the guy who voices Prince Zuko, is like, "Shut the fuck up, you fucking bitch!" Which is so true. Really, Those are stupid. I'm like, he has a point. <laughs> and so of course Mary hears this. She runs in, or or maybe Mike runs in. They and, both run they in. Both yeah, know. they're like, "What's happening?" She's like. They were kissing. Yeah, like, girl, honestly, honestly she didn't really know any better. Kissing, yeah. I would also scream. I'd also go, ew. <laughs> you, got, you fucking homophobes. On, but we if knew I this. Was, if I was in an office under a desk. If I walked into the DN office. It was. The thing is, this is the first time she's probably seeing anything that inherently yeah, sexual. So she's true. true. That's true. She's never had sex. All she's had is some, like, really bad makeout sessions with her, like, bland boyfriend yeah. so, so like to her this is pretty intimidating i yeah, think yeah. and she doesn't really know what to do and you can tell later that she feels really bad like mm-hmm. they don't ever talk about it you can just tell she feels bad yeah. which i think is cool i didn't want them to make it a whole thing yeah so both of the guys get taken away one of them they gets get kicked out yeah they get like Prince Zuko. they're like who started it they like they like interview them. They're like, who started it? I'm like, what? The, what does that mean? Who yeah, started it? Yeah, like started this it. is a mutual. Th- like, yeah. So so Prince Zuko gets kicked banished. out. He gets he banished. gets banished. It's it's like a you 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 violate the rules and you're done. I don't even think they give him a ride anywhere. I think they're just like, okay, no, get your bags and walk somewhere. Right, head out. He and just then the other away. kid, they put him in a literal dog in house a literal dog for house a week, and we don't he, see him again. Yeah, like, yeah, he's, he's gone for like 30 minutes of the movie. Long time. Like, and there it's not big enough for there to be like a bathroom or anything in there, and we never see the inside. Side. We just see him go in. We, and we see just the see inside. Come. We see the inside later. When? So a good ways after this, after Graham and Megan have kissed and they've like giggled and like they're they're growing closer, um, they get up in the middle of the night and they go to the doghouse. Did you watch the deleted oh, scenes? What are you talking wait, about? Wait, is that their sex scene? Yeah. Oh, oh, I thought that was in their bed. No, that is in the doghouse. Oh, I thought that was in their bed, too. No, that's in the doghouse. I thought, because it was so pink, I thought that that was in their bed, and I was like, damn, they're doing this with the five other girls in there? I was so, like, confused. Nah, that's in the doghouse. Well, they have a a very, yeah, they're in the doghouse. A very, very, like, soft core. Very sensual. Intimate. But it is very... It's it's sex. They're having sex. They're having sex. But it's also it's not like explicit. It's not explicit. There's like really like pretty music behind it. Oh, and there's it's the- just like fading shots, like pan views of like 
oh, they're kissing, and, like, that hand is going somewhere, but you'll never know. Mm-hmm. There was, like, cello music, and my girlfriend thought it was, like, off-tune a little bit, and I was, like... <laughs> okay, music nerd. Yeah, Katie. They, I was, like, you know lesbians can't play the cello. They didn't tune the cello before they did the sex scene. Yeah, the, the orchestra pit. Not again. Well, yeah. I'm glad that that wasn't in, like, just one of their beds in the communal nah. room. Yeah, they know, and it I went thought. somewhere private for and that. And there's, okay, a, that's it's good. a very sweet moment. It's very sweet. Megan is, like, I've never felt like this before. Yes. And it's just, it's like one of the most wholesome sex scenes mm-hmm. that I've ever seen in a movie that is like very not taking itself seriously. Yeah. It takes the time to like sort of come down to earth and just show how genuinely happy you can be being gay and being with someone you love. Absolutely. Yeah. I thought it was a beautiful scene. Um, the scene after that one, it's like the morning after. We don't see any like cute morning after stuff, but yeah. we do see Megan. She's Which, like. It's, it's implied, right, that. that um, Graham got up and like went back to her bed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they yeah. they're in 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 their their assigned beds. Um, so they're the scene after that. Megan is brushing her teeth and she's looking in the mirror, very like dazed, um, very like bleary eyed. Mm-hmm. And um, the song "Funnel of Love" by Wanda Jackson is playing in the background, which lyrics go um, like falling deep into the funnel of love. And I like my my mind is blank, head spinning around and around, like as I go deep into the funnel of love. And I was just like, aw, budding love. Yeah, yeah it's cute. But then, very, so very she cute. they do get found out for this. They get found out not for this. Oh, it wasn't? Yeah, it was. It was because they slept together. Yeah. No, they said you had a little sleepover in Graham's bed. Yeah, no, it was the night. It no, was they like find the cocksucker matches. That was earlier. That was before, because the cocksucker is the first time they kiss. Yeah. I thought they didn't find the matches until later. No, it was like, it was pretty soon after. Because mm-hmm. Mary finds the cocksucker matches, as you do, and they under, were under Graham's, like Graham's bed. bed. But yes. Graham passes it off by saying that, oh, I've discovered I have a crush on the Jewish guy. Yeah. And so, like, she plays it off. And Mary's so happy that she's becoming straight that she, she doesn't, very well. that they don't talk about it again. Yeah. And yeah, which is like, uh, rolled a nat 20 on her, like, diversion. Yeah, that was incredible. That was, she, just, she really just said, no, I have a crush on Joel. And they were like, oh, okay, never like, mind. Oh, my God. And then her and Joel go on, like, like little, have, like, mini dates. Yeah, they have, it's like, so weird. a formal with cake at some point, And she, like, brings one slice of cake for Joel is, and one for him. This is step four, demystifying the opposite sex. Yeah, when they're yeah. supposed to, like, spend time with each other. Yeah. And But the night after, they spend the night together wherever Megan fell asleep. I don't know if that was in her bed or if it was in the doghouse. But somehow, Mary and the others found out. Oh, it was because Shanae um, tattled. Oh, Shanae. Yeah. Oh, she rat. Oh, because Shanae's in love with Graham. Yeah, 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 yeah. She ratted, yes. So she's in her bed, but they wake up, and so you see, like, everyone, like, even the dudes. like Mary, Everyone's peering down everyone in the camp. It's like looking down at Megan. It's like, get up. And she's just like, what is happening? Like, yeah, like yeah. she's like, I just woke up. The hell? And then so they tell them that um, one of them will have to go home. And so whichever one like is willing to have this like fake sex Adam and Eve scene with yeah. her son, Rock. The one with the Tims and the booty shorts. Yeah, yeah. the one who's like, I'm just going to say he's probably queer. I think he probably just likes anyone. Sure. I think he's just horny. I to, think. To, like, to graduate their like thing, one of the things I have to do is have like weird yes. fake Step sex. Step five, simulated sexual lifestyle. Mm-hmm. In like these like nude body suits mm-hmm. with like leaves. Yeah. We're talking like, so, so Graham says, Wait. I can't take the L. Graham says, I can't take the L for this. I, yeah, probably she said something more like, I can't do this because I like need my parents' money. I need my parents' money. Yeah, um, but Megan gets kicked out and sent Megan home because she's not, she's not willing to do that with Brock. With, oh, with Rock, sorry. She's such a dumb <laughs> <Yeah>. name. <laughs> no, and like, no, because she goes like, if you're willing to do the sex scene with my son, and she looks out the window at him just like dancing around. He's got a weed whacker, yeah, and he's like shaking his ass, and yeah. she's just like... I don't think that's going to work. Yeah. It was so fucking funny. But so Megan gets kicked out and she's kind of waiting outside the room where she can hear um, Graham having that same conversation with Mary and with Graham's parents. And she's kind of waiting for Graham because she kind of expects that they're going to leave together because she's in love with her. Yeah. But Graham says that she'll 
do the scene with it because she's conflicted you know she has yeah, yeah. her parents to think of she's thinking of her future like she's scared of what it would be like to live without the support of her yeah, parents this is not an anti-gram yeah this is not we a, understand a, yeah. yeah i'm a gram stand gram is put in a very tight situation mm-hmm. here that a lot of people are put in and i like that she isn't really vilified for it yeah, and yeah i also liked that it wasn't megan who did that because at the beginning of the movie it i would have i would have yeah. thought it would be megan mm-hmm. especially because it's pretty much a trope for them to make the main characters kind of make that poor decision yeah. and then have to reconcile but mm-hmm. i was glad that there wasn't any of that yeah because it was it, it showed was Megan's, overused yeah it's overused and it showed megan's like character development because she mm-hmm. goes from like i don't really know about all this until she's like i think i think it's nice the way that they just show how much she cares about grandma like, yeah there's there's definitely cute. a lot of growth from i don't know about this to i am sure if not about my sexuality, about, about this person. Yeah, no, I think that's exactly right. And it was over the course of five months. It doesn't really feel like five months when you're watching, but no, it does make sense for there to be mm-hmm. this much development because, I mean, she's yeah. going from 17 to probably almost 18, like yeah. 17 and a half at least. Like, yeah, she's, she's growing. She's a youth. Yeah, so Graham, These are children. So Graham decides she will do the creepy, weird adam and eve it is literally we watch it it is literally the so mary this dude's mom has him get on top of graham while they're in their little like like, pretend to lie on the bed and it's just like yeah they're just pretending to thrust and then the mom is like telling them what to do like and rocks like her rocks like mom yeah (laughs) it's so so uncomfortable yeah yes which is. is like which is definitely the note that they wanted to yes, hit. So I yes. think they did really well they with did that. Great. They I do a great job of making me viscerally uncomfortable when they want to. With that, with Megan kissing her boyfriend in the beginning of the movie. like I wonder if it's it, it almost seems like they said, what if we made these characters go through what queer people would go through or like what gay people would go through when thinking about straight things mm-hmm. so it's like what if we made this for all intents and purposes it's a like a straight like quotes sex scene mm-hmm. and what if we just made it so so awkward because if graham actually had sex with a man it would be so so awkward because she that is not her yeah and like i also i thought it was interesting the way because you know the the scene that they portray between graham and megan is it's very loving it's very mm-hmm. sensual but it's also it's very like it reminds me of kind of scenes that we would get from classic straight teen dramas and like their first sex scenes. Not that because, you know, they have to be portrayed the same way. And it's definitely different because they are lesbian. But like it's given that same care and attention, the panning angles, the like mm-hmm. the little the snippets. Soft, the cello. Yeah. yeah. And where lens flare. Yeah. Which is like, you know, when you think of a straight sex scene in any other movie, it's kind of the same thing. The same mm-hmm. cinematic things are used. And then every straight scene they depict, you know, between Megan and her original boyfriend and then between the like the, yeah, yeah the simulated sex like it's treated so so differently and yeah. i thought i really enjoyed that mm-hmm. yeah yeah Let's talk about where megan has gone oh yeah so she gets kicked out um her parents are just like screw you like yeah, you're on like, your own during when when her parents first found out about um the club because they brought all the parents in to talk oh, about yes. the club that's when her parents were like of course, we love you, sweetie, but, you know, if you did go to this club, you can't come home, oh, right? Sucker, and so yeah. that's when Megan kind of figures out that her parents don't really have her back, or at least they're not, yeah. they're saying mm-hmm. that they don't at that time. And so when she does get kicked out later, in between steps four and five, she doesn't really have a place to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so she goes to um, the two gay dudes who gave them a ride to the cocksucker. Mm-hmm. I forget, Larry and Lloyd? Larry yeah, and Lloyd, Lloyd and Larry Bear. Lloyd and Larry. They are they're they're cute. They're just they're little, cute they're gay men in love. Um, and there she finds the banished Prince Zuko. Yeah, that's, that's Dante. Yeah, he's just been chilling there. Cause and he, he's so excited to see her. Yeah. And I thought that was cute because like he didn't blame her for getting kicked out. Not he was actually thankful because he got to come to this place filled with pride flags. Yeah. And yeah. he's like learning how to live on his own. Like, which I thought it was really great that um, Lloyd and Larry were supporting him until mm-hmm. he could find a way to like move out on his own and then they offer to do the same for Megan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Lord and Larry's place is kind of like like a halfway house for, yeah. for kids who get half kicked out of house. here. A half gay house <laughs> for, for and, kids who get kicked out of here. Yeah, and so then Megan mentions something about Graham and Zuko's like, oh my God, what? And so they they share the tea and they're bonding because he, he's also still in love with Andre? 
No. No. The Twink. boring one that we didn't talk he about. He literally has no name one. as far the as one I know. It looks like a like a Hitler youth. Like we he would play a Hitler youth in the sound of music. His original his intro line where he's like, Hi, I'm my name. Here's a fun fact about me and I'm a homosexual, is I work in retail. Oh, that's right. <laughs> that's how much of a personality this man is. I think, and I think that's his has. only line also. But like, probably down bad for him. So. Down mm. bad for him. Which is fair. Yeah, uh, sure. Love is love. <laughs> <laughs> love is love, I guess. Yeah, so and they're bonding about that. And it's sweet. And then, so they're not graduating, but everyone else is graduating. They have a graduation ceremony. Yeah, graduating from from the the uh, conversion camp. Which and it also looks like a wedding. It looks like a yes. wedding, but they are put in some of the worst outfits they look I've like ever seen. They in the did. Movie. Okay, look, I didn't think it was possible to do Graham's hair any dirtier. <laughs> It was already so greasy. Sis never washed it once. Sis never washed it. No, no dry shampoo has ever touched her scalp. But they did it even dirtier. They did like this ugly little pit up thing with it. Yeah, they like teased it. Yeah, and it kind of looks like the, the, the emo girl from Mean Girls. Yeah, mm. Janice. Yeah, it looks like Janice's hair almost. And I'm like, oh, we did not need to do this. I also really liked how they just over the top and so viscerally uncomfortable everyone was with these stupid little outfits that they were in. Yes. Like, Graham looked so stupid in that dress yeah. with those gloves. Because this whole time, I mean, when, when Graham wears clothes that she actually wants to wear, like what she wore to the club, mm. it's very... Hot. It's hot. If it's if if it's not masculine, it's at least androgynous. She was like a button-up shirt with like the top few buttons undone. As you do. As she you does. do. And but to graduate, they put her in like a a gown. She looks like she's they're attending her quinceañera. No, they're they're in these dumb little like they're they're flower girl dresses. It's a wedding and these are the flower girls basically. Yeah, but yeah. who's getting married? Like I don't them know. and their future absolutely definitely straight husbands. Facts. Them and Joel. Because yeah. Joel is the only remaining man. Yeah, the others all got kicked out or left or I don't know died. I don't know what happened to them. Like <laughs> I honestly, I feel like they just like disappeared. And I was like, okay, yeah. the numbers are dwindling. Where'd they go? <laughs> but um, Megan talks to Dante and decides that she wants to go back for for Graham. She wants to try again. Go to the graduation. Go to the and graduation. Steal in army fatigues. They both they get dressed up in army fatigues. They start crawling. They, yeah, they are. We do have like a really like abnormally long sequence actually of Megan like army crawling across the ground, but like she's just in plain sight. Like there's just people like 20 feet in front of her and they yeah, just happen to have their backs like, turned. It's an open field. It's an open field. Like, she's army crawling and the grass isn't long. Like you can see her. But it's incredible. She's she's going. She's she's busting ass. She's, she's busting ass. She's dedicated. I will give her she that. She grabs Graham. She grabs Graham, pulls her behind her. a pew, and is like, Graham, before you walk down this aisle and get married to your heterosexuality, speak now. Come, come with me, and we'll run away. Mm-hmm. And Graham's like, I can't do that. I'm sorry, and gets up and keeps walking. Yeah, she goes down the aisle. She goes to sit at her little pew. However, Dante does successfully manage to yeah, grab his yeah, little twink. Out <laughs> yeah, she goes, Megan goes back and she's all sad and she sees Prince Zuko just sucking face with the <laughs> retail like, worker. I'm happy for him. I'm happy they found each other again. I but guess. that was easy, I guess, to get him. And then... Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but she's like, okay, well, I'm not done. I'm going to try again. I'm going to try for her again. Which, true goals, the I probably wouldn't goals. have, so no, I'm proud no, of her. Like, I would have given up. A peace out. But I think it is a very, like, this is a very unique situation in that there's always the, like, romantic, the rom-com, tr- um, mm-hmm. like, trope. The speaker up to the window. Yes. Yeah. yes. The, like, trying to get them back. But all the time, like, it's it's always, like, because the main character's done something wrong or mm-hmm. because, Or like, the lover's done, done something wrong. Yeah. Or, like, someone, someone's done something wrong and they need to, like, right or wrong or they need to, like, convince them of something. But this time, it's, like, Graham doesn't need convincing. She just needs, like, the ability to be herself. Mm-hmm. Like, she knows she loves Meg- yes. Megan, and she knows she's gay, and she knows that she's only doing this to get her parents' mm-hmm. approval. So it's more of, like, she just needed the confidence to not care about her parents' approval anymore and to try and make a way in her own life. Yeah, which is kind of like the plot of the Happiest Season movie. So weird that she would go on to later direct. Wow. I wasn't listening to anything you were trying to say. I was trying to find the scene where this happens. The army fatigues? No, not not the army fatigues. Um, So, so... Megan decides that she wants to go back. She wants to get her back. I can't watch that again. I can never watch that again in my life. (laughs) I think I might die. I won't play it, but she decides that she wants to go back, get, get Graham back. 
Um, so, a uh, preface to this, earlier in the movie, um, she's talking about Graham, and they're making out, and they're they're lesbian loving, and she's like, don't laugh at me, but the only other time I felt like this is when I'm, like, cheerleading. She's really into her cheerleading, genuinely, and I love her for it. Yeah, mm-hmm. she loves her cheerleading. Um, so, Graham kind of snickers, because, like, you can't not laugh you a little really bit can't. at that. Um, but she's like, I'm just, like, I would love to see you cheerlead, like, that would... Like, see you doing something that makes you happy. Mm-hmm. I just really want to know what the cheer is. <laughs> um, one, two, three, four. I won't take more. No, I won't take no anymore. I won't take no anymore. That her is what fl- I just said. Her flow. No, but her flow is, like, so broken. No, she's so not broken. good at cheering. I no, have she's to very say. bad at cheering. Like, Hang and on. her movements are also not sharp. Yeah, not so, to... so she walks down the aisle in her, she had her pom-poms in her cheerleading uniform. Her pom-poms, which I must say, are one of, they're the only thing she brought to this conversion camp. Like, she walks but in. But she left with suitcases. She left she with two left suitcases, with suitcases and her pom-poms. She only walked in with pom-poms. Yeah. All right. I'm, I'm sorry, Sid. I gotta do it to him. <laughs> I hope they can hear it. We're gonna have to cut this out. Isn't that copyright? Shut up. Who cares? One, Me. two, three. I won't take no anymore. Oh. Five, six, seven, eight. I want you to be my mate. <laughs> one, two, three, four. You're the one that I adore. Five, six, seven, eight. Don't run from me. Cause, Cause this, this is fate. And that's like a very like a heartfelt moment. Apparently, yeah. You hear the soundtrack. How can you get past that? It's um. How can you get past that? She has a lot of talents. Um, cheering <laughs> not one of them no but I'm glad it makes her happy I'm glad it does it for, for I mean Graham. maybe she's good at cheerleading she's just not good at making up here maybe no so 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 that's what she does in the middle of of the the straight graduation ceremony which takes some balls which takes I wouldn't some do balls. this in front of a single person much that less is 20 <laughs> this is this is all of her fellow would-be graduates all of their parents I think her parents are there no, for they some are. reason they're not, they're not? No. never mind and you just got confused by all the other straight all the white other people. white people yeah um and 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 mary who has emotionally and, and abused you and rupaul who has emotionally abused you but like less less so a little less a little less we forgive him <laughs> i forgive rupaul he but was so, incredible so she does that cheer and graham is like oh my god true love leaves the graduation ceremony runs after her runs they get in the back her, of the pickup the back of a pickup truck and they kiss when it starts to drive away yeah and that's oh, and is and it it's driven so by sweet. lloyd and larry it, no, no it's, it's driven, driven by dante by dante, dante yeah. and his boyfriend and now. his and re- retail, retail worker yes. <laughs> lovely and that's but i'm a cheerleader in 1999 it's beautiful it's, it's such a, a good movie it's very cinematically nice oh it is the soundtrack is an absolute banger if you like dressy bessie absolute banger the colors are just like they're They're nice so much saturation it's Mm -hmm. it's an eye-catching film Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's very very good yeah like i said that like heterochromatic theme in there like i thought it was really pretty and it also made it really easy to focus on the characters Mm -hmm. and like made their characters stand out and like all the costume choices there were so many costumes in this movie and i live for it i hate when there's no changes of outfits in movies and i love that every time we saw megan she was in a different outfit like (laughs) which is weird because they all have the same like assigned like pink dress and sweater to wear but at the same time, every scene, you're like, something's different. Yeah. It, it's, I, I think there's something to be said about, you know, you see all, all these all these queer people who maybe they're not, you know, out and proud. But we know how conversion camp works. They will not, if they are straight, I don't. they won't. I, yeah. If they're straight, <laughs> they won't stay straight. It's very difficult. People who go to conversion camp. Do oh, not. you mean we know how they don't work? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I was like, I've they, personally never been, so. Like, damn, Emma, story time? People who go to conversion camps rarely stay converted. And so having these people who have probably felt, felt like the oddball out for what they think, or mm-hmm. maybe in Megan's case, what they thought everyone else thought. Yeah, she's just felt like an oddball for like two weeks. Yeah, yeah. she yeah. thought she was so normal. She was like, I'm, I'm literally just vibing. Yeah, but just these, a normal these, girl thinking about girls. Like, what these, is wrong? All these little oddballs like popping out from these like very like saturated very straight colors when yeah. when when we say straight colors like there's some fun oranges and stuff but we're t- it's a lot of pink and blue it's a lot i of- thought the pink was very gay actually it's yeah. a, for me the pink was very gay but that's gay because gay i'm gay and i way. like pink <laughs> interesting um, my bad do you want me to change that i'm sorry <laughs> like you're a, that wasn't a critique you're like interesting <laughs> 
Um, but one of the things I really liked is like not to like knock any of the actors, but I felt like everyone in the film was pretty averageish. Oh, like, like, okay, yeah. They yeah. all looked like teenagers. Mm-hmm. They didn't look like absolute knockouts. They just looked no. like normal people. Like obviously Natasha Leone is gorgeous, um, so is Clea Duvall. But like. It, it, it felt, I don't know, it, it felt... They also, they didn't make them look like supermodels, yes. though. Like, the yeah, hair yeah, and exactly. makeup, they did yes. not make them look older than and they were. they didn't, I maybe, unless I'm remembering it wrong, I don't remember there being a lot of, like, sexualization of them. Except, oh, God, no. no except for was, their, her own thoughts about the cheerleaders. Yeah, except yeah. Like, that's pretty her much own it. thoughts of, like, which teens yeah teen lusty thoughts yeah Yeah, but there was no like so there was sexualization from the character's point of view but there was not sexualization in like the camera angles or the cinematography Mm -hmm. that you know Mm -hmm. like the the the, they weren't sexualized for us yeah the male gaze like i did not really see throughout this film actually there were like five male gaze but there were no male there was Uh no male gaze Uh Uh no i liked that emma (laughs) thank you sid i don't know why becca is i am laughing (laughs) It's just painful. Uh, <laughs> fair enough. But yeah, I think it was just, it's a very charming movie and it I gave me a lot of serotonin. Yeah. A good serotonin movie. It is, it is good. It has a happy little ending. I mean, it's kind of like, they don't really tell you what happens after they get in the car, but like, good. does it matter? No. 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 It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. They'll be fine. I trust that they're fine. Yeah, they're fine. And even if they're not, it's a movie. Yeah. Why would you bring up the fact that they might not be fine? They're fine. Why would you say that? They're fine. They ride off into the sunset. Literally, yeah. Why would you bring that up? They're fine. Prince Zuko drives them off. This is my dream. My dream is to ride off with (laughs) Prince Zuko driving me. I either want to be his twink twink boyfriend or I want to be the two girls in the back. (laughs) (laughs) Both good options. Both good options. And it is free with ads on YouTube. Oh, Amazon Amazon Prime? Prime? What? Also free with ads, but I didn't get any ads. I didn't get any ads either. It's I like got free with ads so many, many ads. ads. Dude, what the hell? I have Amazon Sid Prime. Sid said it was on Amazon Prime, like, the yes. beginning. Yeah. Well, you also didn't, like, rewatch it for this, so it's okay. Yeah, and it's not dedicated like the rest of us. Yeah. Oh, man, I've got books to listen to. I've got Shakespeare to read. Okay, English twink. Like, <gasps> oh, my god. Did you just call me an English twink? Yeah. Are you not an English major? Am I a twink in your eyes? Everyone's a twink Don't in Becca's eyes. Don't answer that. Everyone is a twink <laughs> in Becca's eyes. I'm a twink in Becca's eyes. Every time well, she sees some blonde twink, she well, thinks it's me. It's true. Anytime I see well, like a skinny blonde twink on campus, I'm like, oh, is that Sid? Should I go see Sid? <laughs> but I don't know. Come see me. Oh, well, because then I usually figure out it's not actually you. I look for you every time I go by your place of work and employment, uh, but you're never in there. The other place of employment, mm-hmm. the writing center. All I could think of when I was watching this movie was that I wish that, because it's a cult classic, but mm-hmm. I wish that I had known about this movie and watched it in the same era that I was watching Clueless and Mean Girls mm-hmm. and Legally Blonde. And I wish I had watched this in the same era that I was watching like Glee just for the representation Yo. and watching those like crack like uh, uh, 15 minutes of those two girls from orange is the new black being gay like i wish that that i, I could watch have watched orange this when i was there i also did but we don't need to talk about that i stopped i didn't watch it they don't okay um i don't know it was just like it was such a good coming of age movie and yes. the cinematography i think is very comparable in like aesthetics and vibes to all those other coming again like i'm comparing it a lot to clueless but i did get clueless vibes from it it's yeah. like very gay but it's still like a satire and clueless is a satire as yeah. well so i was just kind of really sad that when i was watching clueless like this wasn't a movie that ever came up i literally never heard of this movie until we said we would Mm -hmm. do it for the podcast and that just makes me sad because i think about how 14 year old becca would have felt if i had been able to watch this then like like, 14 year old emma would have idolized graham i did Mm -hmm. watch this when i was that age because i was on tumblr and i had a whole thing where i just had to watch all the queer media actually it wasn't that i was on tumblr but i was the mod of like a google plus fandom account and i had a thing where we did like it was like queer media month or something google plus (laughs) yeah don't worry about it we had like thirteen thousand followers oh my god um but anyway we did i did a thing where i like searched i specifically searched out like lots of queer media to like find um, and I watched a lot on, like, Put Locker and stuff, like, illegal, mm-hmm. illegal queer media. Um, <laughs> I watched a lot of illegal anime from ages 14 <laughs> yeah. to uh, 16. Yeah, but I God. saw this, and I don't really, I don't remember if it made too much of an impression on me. Um, well, look at you now. 
But look at me now. Maybe it was it was um, subconscious. I think it was just good. Like I have never really. I feel like I've always had. I'm okay. I I feel like I have a a pretty high standard when it comes to media, especially for like queer relationships and like queer representation in media. And so I don't think that this movie necessarily turned me gay i was clearly already gay when i was watching it what this wasn't your root you mean they're just not one event that turns you gay my root was cheryl crow's song from cars my what? root was anna kendrick in into the woods becca what's your root um um geez louise guys i don't know oh i had one Velvet? um probably like mulan mm. valid valid root like wanting to to be Shang and then also be Mulan and then also marry both of them. I just wanted to be the dragon. Okay. No, I didn't. That's a joke. Oh. <laughs> I wanted to be trans mask Mulan. That's pretty real. No, yeah, for real. But, I wanted. I liked Mulan when she was a guy and yeah. dating Shang. That was my. That was that was better. Yeah. So I I think yeah this was just generally I I didn't like it. I don't think I appreciated it as much as I do now. I don't think I understood the satire. Um, I also was really, that was my phase when I really liked dark, gritty stuff. I tried to watch Breaking Bad and Orange is the New Black. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm really revealing a lot of, I'm getting a lot of looks here. I'm not looking at you. I am. <laughs> <laughs> not um, a specific way, I just don't know where I, else to look. Yeah, I didn't appreciate, and I just, um, I think it is a nice, like, balance of, like, showing queer struggles, but also showing queer joy. Queer mm-hmm. L's and queer dubs. Mm-hmm. L- G B T W. Wow, you left out the Q because you hate me. God, queerphobic. Well, I also left out the L technically. L for losers and lesbians. Lesbian losers. Lesbian losers. That was my um, account. That was my handle on a lot of things for a long time. Okay. Lesbian loser. Okay. Um. Oh, no, yeah. And y'all are making fun of me for being on Google Plus. I'm also making fun of Emma. Okay. In my mind. Yeah, that's well, fair. you You said Google Plus out loud. Yeah. <laughs> I, I've never heard someone say it out loud in my life. I've never <laughs> like, heard someone say that they ever went to Google Plus. Yeah. Dude, I, okay. Well It's okay. I had okay, I'll I'll disclose. Um <laughs> I had a anime account on iFunny. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All and, right. We're even now. Yeah. And once I hit 1,000 followers, I deactivated my account and then, or like I just logged out because I was like, oh, that was my goal. And then I was like, this, eh. is, this is internet success. Well, that's kind of base. And then I never, base. and then like years later, because I ran that when I was like 14. And then like when I was like 17, I logged back in to see like what was up. And everyone thought I killed myself. <laughs> oh my God. Because <laughs> one of my last posts was like about how depressed I was. I felt bad. I was like, I didn't mean to gaslight these people. <laughs> and I think I'd probably die. <laughs> so but it was I'm, funny. What I'm hearing is we all could have used this, this movie. We all could have used this movie. And a we good understanding younger. of it. Yeah. And we all could have used this podcast when we were young. Yes. Yeah. And I think if someone like if I had if I had seen this movie in a context other than I was just desperately trying to find queer media to post about on my accounts like if if i had watched this if my family i don't know if i would want to have watched it with my family mm-hmm. but like if someone had shown this to me if this mm-hmm. had been like a thing that i knew of besides just for its gayness mm-hmm. i think that would have been better for me mm-hmm. yeah i don't know like i said when i was watching all those coming of age movies again like i went on a binge where i was watching stuff like mean girls and clueless because these are just like classic movies that mm-hmm. i had never seen before and i was trying to get through all of them like yeah. heathers and all that stuff mm-hmm. and it's like why couldn't it, I just wish I'd Why watched it. this have been included? Yeah, yeah it's in the same vein. It's very similar. It's in yeah. the same vein, but it's not, like, I think that it's not, quote-unquote, marketed like that. Like, mm-hmm. it's it's a gay movie first and a coming-of-age movie second. Yeah. Just because of the way that we, like, perceive things. Like, if a movie is gay, the gayness comes first. Yes. True. That's, like, Love, Victor. Like, that's... Love, Victor? Are you talking about the TV spinoff rather than the movie <laughs> Love, Simon? So that's like Love Simon. Um, like it's a gay movie first, and then like a coming of age story second. As much as they maybe wanted it to be a coming of age story first, it will always be a, com- a gay story first. And I guess that's a matter of perspective too, because for gay people, it's different. Like for me, like I would have thought about this movie as a coming of age movie first, and then a gay mm-hmm. movie second, because it's about being gay. But a lot of relate, like a lot of movies are about relationships, and I don't call everything else like a straight movie. Mm-hmm. So I like, call everything yeah, a straight you movie. that you we probably well, should. Is a straight movie. Yeah, it is. You heard it queer first. <laughs> End of episode. <laughs> don't. 
but we I don't know. know. That hot take. I'm also I'm not sure if at 15 if I would have appreciated it as, it as much, but I do think that it would have. I think I might have. I think it might have helped me, but that's okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Damn. Well, I think this was way better than the video game. I don't. I haven't listened to any of them. What? You don't listen to our podcast? <laughs> I'm there when we record it. Why should I re-listen? I'm keeping that in. No. Um, no. Oh. I've been Emma. Uh, we're doing I hate to- stop. I hate that exit. Okay, I right, hate that outro. That okay. First, My name's before, Becca. Name I'm was- queer. Fuck bitches. Get money. Becca out. See Snoop Dogg this Wednesday. Uh, I'll I'll be there because I'm going with you. <laughs> Emma sucks to suck. Shout out to the Qualas. Yes, I love oh you. My oh my god, I forgot yes. about you guys. Hi guys. Hello, I'm hello, so Sid's sorry. girlfriend. Yeah, Katie, I hope you enjoyed this episode because you actually watched the thing that we're talking about. Yeah, maybe Hi, Nick McConnell if he listens. I'm not Nick sure. Nick McConnell. Um, who else? Sorry, did I just dox him? Sorry, Nick. Uh, my friend Miranda. Um, okay. Perhaps Jackson from my class. He's been listening. Well, to wait, 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 wait. Um, um, Doctor Cruz. Doctor Cruz. Hello. Or Dr. Kelly, if you're listening to this. We love you. We love you. Thank you. This is Becca. I'm in your classes, too, if you remember me. This is Emma. I'm not in your classes, but I am on this podcast. Shout out Rick Alloway. Shout out Rick Alloway. Yes, yes. We love you guys. Happy Quali Day. Happy it's Quali, Quali Day now. Quali <laughs> I just decided right. that Friday. 15th. April 15th is now always Quali Day. National, Quali. National, National Quali. Quali Day. All right. Well, I hope you guys are happy. with You have a whole day to yourselves. This is what all straight people want, right? <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, exactly. But we love you, and you should go watch But I'm a Cheerleader because it was really freaking good. Yeah, you definitely should. Thank you for listening to us. and Go stream About Damn Time by Lizzo. Whoop! That's all. Yeah, that's all I got. That's all.